Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Peaceful Body Podcast. I am your host, Inez Bai, and I'm a health and mindset coach for women who really want to be able to live their life to the fullest and to feel confident in their bodies, but also to feel really authentic and let that shine from the inside out. Anyway, um, today I've just come back from my first massage since I so started, which here in Sydney, that's been about two or three months now. And a massage is something that I totally know is such a privilege, but it has been such an integral part of my self-care routine. Mainly because when I started powerlifting, my body would get really beat up and I would always have really sore muscles and I was constantly holding a lot of tension and I really required a lot of like therapy, I guess, for my body so that I wasn't feeling like so tight all the time. Um, But it's been a habit that I've continued on anyway because I have been able to and I definitely acknowledge that like it's such a privileged place to be able to go and pay for a massage every month for myself. But it's something that I really prioritize and it's something that also gives me extra motivation to work harder or to work in a way that I can support the lifestyle that I want. And I think sometimes we can look at certain um, expenses in our life. And sometimes we need to look at certain expenses and we're like, do I really need this? Like, is this actually adding value to my life? Is it sparking joy to my life? As Marie Kondo would say. But sometimes we also need to see the like things that we get to pay for as a reason to help us to motivate Um, to work more or to be smarter with our money so that we can make sure we allocate certain amounts into what is really important for us. And for me, that's been really important for me. Um, (laughs) Yes, it's been important for me. Let's just clarify that. Um, Especially so that I can get out of my head and into my body because obviously getting a massage is such a tactile experience and for me being someone that's an Aquarius and I'm all up in my head and I'm such an air sign and just everything I feel like I was actually saying to Cassie who's my masseuse I feel like I have 20 brains in my head sometimes like I feel like I'm just constantly thinking a million thoughts an hour which I'm sure a lot of you can relate to as well Um, but to have that experience of like being really in my body and focusing on my body and the massage that I get with Cassie she's a myotherapist so it's pretty hectic like it's like a deep tissue sports massage I really can't think about anything else whilst I'm there like I really she really gets into my corners of my body and gets into like the knots that I have and obviously with isolation I've been at home a lot more I've been sitting a lot more I've been slouching on the couch more so my body has been feeling quite tight and I've been really looking forward to that and having that experience of like touching my body which I think a lot of us really just forget doing to do is so important because it reminds you of like feeling into your body and we always talk about like our intuition and tapping into our feelings and getting um, clear on like what our emotions are and what our body is telling us but then we can fall into this trap of really like thinking about what our body is telling us when in reality we need to feel what our body is telling us and so a really good way to do this I mean there are so many ways that we can feel into what our body is feeling but at a really basic level it's just like touching your body and this is why getting a massage for me has been so important so that I can get back in touch with with my body but also why other practices like you know even fake tanning is so good because it reminds you of like getting into your body um or just like you know lathering the soap on your body or putting moisturizer over your entire body all of these things might seem so basic but it 
we probably don't really prioritize them enough. And then we just get really caught up in our head and we try to overanalyze things, overthink things and try to like constantly be stuck in this spiral of justification, which really doesn't help when we're trying to eat more intuitively or to design a life that is more authentic or more intuitive or when we're just trying to listen to our bodies more. So if that's something that you have been struggling with, then I definitely recommend even now just thinking about touching your body and thinking about when the last time you have touched your body would be like when have you last thought about what your feet feel like or what your elbows feel like and just really doing that in a way that's totally non-judgmental and just like observing what tension or sensations might be there and I was um, actually listening to a another podcast one of my old mentors Kimberly Wenya I was listening to her podcast the other day and she was saying how like before isolation we obviously had all of these self-care rituals that we used to do so for example like going to the gym or getting a massage or um you know, going out to see people or to do things that were external to the house. And because we now have not had access to those for the past couple of months, it means that along with working from home and along with like not being able to see our friends and go out as often as we could, although thankfully now here in Sydney, Australia, the restrictions are way less than um, they were before. So we've definitely had a lot more freedom, which I'm super, super grateful for. But in the peak isolation we weren't able to go out and leave the house as often as we were before which meant that the day suddenly became really vast and long and it's so easy in that situation to just work even more or to just expect even more from yourself or to put more pressure on yourself to be always productive when in pre-isolation times it's like we would have spent time traveling to appointments or traveling to um, the gym and there's so much of our time that we didn't realize that was being spent during the day that we're now trying to fill with always being productive and and working and go, go, go all the time. So for me, it's just been a reminder as well that it's okay to have spare time, that it's okay if I spend an extra hour on the couch in the middle of the day during lunchtime because normally I would have spent that time traveling or going to a massage or something like that. And I've really noticed, and you've probably noticed this as well, that I've really filled that time up trying to be more productive. And if I've struggled to be more productive, then I have gotten into a bit of a cycle of being like, well, why am I, why am I not able to keep pushing forwards? And so this is just a reminder to you as well that it's okay if you feel like you've not been able to be as productive as possible because we aren't designed to just be in one space and to not be like seeing different people like the way and especially if I think about my human design which is something I've been getting so obsessed with um if you don't know your human design yet it's kind of like an astrology but way like an astrology like finding out about your star signs and your um natal charts so you're um about astrology right but it's way more in depth and detailed and for me it's been a lot more specific um is one of my strategies and the way that i consume the world is by responding to certain things so what that means is that i'll go out into the world and i might get like a sign from the universe but oftentimes it's just going to be seeing someone and they might say something that will then give me like a spark to think about something else or i might be flipping through a magazine and i'll see something and i will get this like lit up feeling that makes me feel really excited and then i want to go and like respond to that in a certain way Um, but because obviously I'm not out and about so often the way that I'm used to consuming the universe by being able to respond to things has not been happening as often which means that I can kind of be a little bit less stimulated a little bit less inspired and so for me again it's been a point of reflection to be like okay well how can I welcome more inspiration into my life how can I put myself in situations where I can respond where I can be open to new situations and in new and creative ways instead of just thinking really linearly and putting things in a box of like well if I can't go outside then I can't be inspired because that's just such a a boxed in way of thinking and that actually brings me to the point of this entire 
podcast episode that I was going to talk about, which is I posted on my Instagram um, on the grid, like an actual post about expecting nothing and being open to everything. And this has been such a huge evolution of mine over the past, I would say six months, especially, especially working with a therapist and a mentor and all of these things, because I used to have so many expectations that I didn't even like, I wasn't actually aware that I was placing them on people. And then to double whammy that I was assuming that everyone else had the same set of expectations and assumptions that they walked through life. And I spoke about this a little bit in the episode of the podcast where I spoke about the lessons that I've gained from going to therapy. Um, But we can get really caught up in thinking, well, the way that I'm experiencing life in this moment right now must be how other people are also experiencing that. And that gets us really, really stuck because then we start to seek for reasons as to why does this person act this way? Or why does this situation happen this way? And why isn't it happening? faster. And what that is doing is really putting things into neat little boxes and categories because we feel like that gives us a sense of control. Whereas all that's actually doing is stopping us from being able to experience life in the weird and magical ways that things happen. Like if you think about the way that you got your job or the way that you met your partner or the place that you live in or the holidays that you've been on, they've always kind of worked out in ways that you probably could never have planned, right? And I always, as soon as I've kind of realized this concept it's not like you'll like suddenly be like oh my god there's all these magical things happening to me no it's more just that you'll start to like experience that things when you let go a little bit more you are creating space for things to happen in their own way and I remember when I started to kind of like let go and let people just be themselves more and let people do their own things more it felt really really vulnerable because I felt really responsible for if something Like, for example, if something like with my friend, if they were trying to do something or they were trying to, um, you know, talk to a a boss or trying to get a new job, I felt like I had to go in and give them a solution and help them and make them feel good about themselves. But then I was kind of really limiting their ability to experience life. But I felt like I had to do that because if they had a mistake or something bad happened to them, then it would fall on me and it would be my responsibility, right? I think we really do this a lot with our partners, especially. Um, Or I would think I would make a lot of assumptions with my friends of like, well, I'm texting you and I'm always initiating things. So why aren't you initiating things with me? But the thing is, is that I'd never communicate communicated with that person and it actually is set up that relationship from a place of me always being the initiator so where was the space for them to initiate and did I ever communicate and communicating is such a big word right did I ever just say to them hey I would love it if you organize something with us next week like Um, You know, I feel like I'm always organizing things. So it'd be cool to see what you want to do. And it can be so casual like that. Like it doesn't have to be like, hey, this is my boundary and I'm communicating and listen to my expectation and here are my beliefs and here am how I'm working through them. Like it doesn't have to be that hectic. Like it can be really a casual chat as well, but we often don't even ever think about it. We just live our lives on autopilot in the sense of like, okay, well, I, this is how I've had this friendship for so many years and now I'm sick of it. And now I want that person to text me and I want that person to initiate it rather than kind of like taking a zoomed out view and thinking about, well, how can I communicate my needs so that person actually knows what I desire so they can actually maybe meet my needs and maybe they'll do it in a way that you prefer, but also maybe they'll have their own way. So it's really important to being open about these situations and being trusting that just because you have a certain way, a certain set of beliefs, a certain patterns that have worked really well for you, or maybe certain habits that have worked really well for you doesn't mean that everything has to go in that way. And when you can let go of that and just like trust 
that things don't always have to fit in their little boxes, which is what anxiety will lead you to believe that everything has to be kind of like categorized and controlled. And if it doesn't, then it's going to fall apart and it's going to go badly and things are going to go wrong. It's just not the case. And I know that feeling because I was really stuck in that cycle for like my entire life. Basically, I was stuck in that cycle all through high school, leaving school. I was always having this feeling of like things have to go this way. And if I'm late and if I don't text this person at this time and I must do it quickly and I'm not I'm, I'm you know, I'm falling behind. And I was always feeling like I was trying to squish everything into a box. And if it didn't go into a box, then I would have a meltdown, which was partly because so many reasons. I didn't have the self-awareness. I didn't have the confidence. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know how to manage my emotions. But at the end of the day, a lot of these things came back to me feeling like I wanted to have a sense of control because of the anxiety that was kind of leading my entire life. So like I've been saying, when we put things in little boxes, we then prevent people from being their most authentic selves. And we also really close opportunities to come to us in certain ways. So for example, I see this a lot of the time with money, especially with people who work at a corporate job and they get like a dedicated salary every month. That's just like the same consistent salary every single month. Right. And they think that's the only way that I can earn money and it has to come this way. And then I've got to get this promotion and it's got to be the next step and the next thing. And we can get really caught up in thinking about things really linearly, but it doesn't have to happen like that. Like it actually can happen in other ways if we choose to open our minds to it and we actually just like relax. Right. Because anxiety again puts us in this fight or flight mode, which all of a sudden we can only focus on the one threat. And so, for example, in the money situation, it's like, well, maybe I can only like I have to focus on my salary coming in and me saving that and me making sure it's coming in and I have to know when it comes in and I've got to check my bank account a million times. And we get really, really focused on making sure that amount comes into our bank account at that certain time and what we do with it. And whilst I'm all about being really aware of your spending habits and saving habits and having things set up so that it's really easy for you to grow your savings, um, I'm all about auto mating everything. Yeah, that's the right word. It's also then you're limiting yourself to any other scenario where money could come to you. So instead of just, you can still be like excited about getting paid, but you can also think about, okay, well, what are other ways that money could come to me? Maybe I can sell something on marketplace. Maybe I could do a side hustle. Maybe I could, um, maybe I might get money from my parents for something, or maybe I might come into money from another way. And so it's just about really setting the intention of like, well, maybe, or, you know, maybe you could even get a promotion tomorrow, but maybe because you're so thinking about the way things should go, you lose ability to see how things could go. And it's not even about how things could go because oftentimes opportunities come to you in ways that you could never have imagined, like I've been saying this whole time. So it's actually just really about allowing yourself to think outside of the box and not always trying to fit everything into their little containers because it doesn't have to happen like that. Like there have been so many situations in my life recently where I've seeing things happen in ways that I wouldn't have ever expected. So if I think about the peaceful soul, which is my 10 week mindset program that actually started this week, we had such an amazing first call where I brought all of the girls together and it's just such a high vibe group and everyone already feels so comfortable with one another. And we've literally only had one live call together and it's been about two days of us starting the program. But with that, right, I always thought, okay, well, I have to have a website and I have to do certain things in order to get clients on the program and there needs to be a launch strategy and I need to do this thing and I blah, blah, blah. And I really believed I needed to have all of these things in place in order for me to have a program. And because of that, it really stopped me for a long time kind of launching things because I felt like I needed to do all of these things. There were a lot of like, oh, I should do that. Otherwise it won't happen. But 
what I learned. And this time I really trusted my intuition and I was really open to being like, okay, I'm just going to have fun with it. And that's where it's really important to have a really curious and lighthearted attitude. So with this program, I didn't even have a website. I um, like I just literally put it out there, put it out there into the universe and invited girls in and had consults with people and everyone was super, super aligned. Everyone that I spoke to, like I'm really picky with those that I bring onto the program because I want to make sure that the vibe and the energy is right. And that doesn't mean, you know, if I, I will always do like a free consult with a client and if I feel like they're right for a certain program, then I'll recommend that for them. Or what I will do is tailor a program or a coaching service for that person so that it really suits them. So I'm really big on creating a really personalized unique and tailored service to each person that I speak to and that's kind of the difference in the coaching that I offer I don't just offer like one certain thing because I know for me the things that have helped me the most has been a much more holistic view and a much more holistic approach and something that I've really noticed in my own life and my coaching philosophy if for those of you that follow me on Instagram and as by if you are not following me yet because you totally should you will know that my philosophy is how you do anything is how you do everything and I really really embodied that and that's why I'm kind of sharing with you a little bit different aspects of my life like how I run my business how I have approached my money mindset how I'm approaching food and nutrition because what I've really realized through going with this massive upheaval of all of my beliefs around food and nutrition and exercise and my body I'm now using all of those principles all of those practices to Um, integrate into my life in other areas and I now have such a passion to want to share that with you because I'm really understanding that truly our life is all a set of beliefs and when we can change those things it opens us up to so much more in ways that we yeah like I keep saying would never have expected but it starts with you questioning those beliefs but not from a place of like well why do I believe that and why am I like this and why aren't things different it really requires you to take responsibility for that and be like okay This is a box that I'm putting things into. How can I allow myself to let go of that box a little bit and allow myself to see things in another way and allow things to come to me and be really open to that and also making sure that you're not kind of like sitting there and waiting for changes to happen and being like, when is this going to get better or when is this going to progress or when am I going to get a promotion or when am I going to get more money? It's about being open to those things happening at any certain time because you never freaking know what's going to happen, right? If you're someone, for example, that's like looking for love and you're like, okay I need to have like it needs to like happen by like I'm gonna meet someone then we're gonna go on a date and then this is gonna happen and it's gonna progress this way and by like the second month they'll like meet my family and the third month we like might do a holiday together or whatever then you feel like you have this like really structured plan of how you think that situation should go which you may not even realize is that structured but maybe now it'll make you question okay well why do I believe that things need to be in a certain structure like it's probably more just something that you feel like is automatic and you feel like it's your truth This is the trickiest thing about our beliefs is that we don't walk around saying, well, I believe this is how relationships should go. We just kind of assume that's the only way that things can happen, right? Versus what could happen to you and what I've seen happen with my clients, with myself, is that you walk into like a random coffee shop and you're not even thinking about things. And I know like one of the most annoying things to hear is like, well, it'll happen when you least expect it. But like, it's kind of true, right? When we are able to just like let go and surrender and live our life and do the things that make us feel good and we have fun with and that's how we can kind of like have a full life and you just walk into a coffee shop and you meet someone and you get to know them so well and in that instance time literally means nothing like we have all had that experience of meeting someone 
and feeling like they're instantly our best friend, even though we've only known them for a couple of months, right? Sometimes it happens like that just because of the cosmos and our souls and different past lives or other situations or experiences that may just bring you together. And who knows, maybe in like a month, you might go on a holiday together. Maybe you just meet each other and you just click straight away and it doesn't even matter. Like time doesn't matter. Time is just like a made up construct that helps us to make reference of the